and welcome to The Movement Show with Sarah Hogan. I'm coming to you today live from Siren Radio 107.3 FM.
Good morning and welcome to The Movement Show with myself, Sarah Hogan. What a fantastic song to um, start off our motivational Monday for you. Today I'm talking to the gorgeous Liz Paul. She's sat here looking, abs- <laughs> looking absolutely beautiful with a huge smile on her face, waiting to talk to you. Um, but before we talk to Liz, I'd like to ask her... Um, who she is, a little bit about her background. I know she's a very busy mum of two um, children. So, Liz, can you tell us a little bit um, about yourself for our listeners, please? Good morning. Yes, so my name's Liz Paul, and yes, I'm a mummy to two beautiful girls um, who are almost eight this week and five. Um, I am a registered children's nurse and health visitor, um, but I now run my own business called Precious Moments, and I now support mummies, babies and children and fathers too um, through my baby massage, baby yoga and children's yoga sessions and then in my spare time I volunteer for pandas. <laughs> what, spare, what spare time Liz? What spare time? It sounds incredibly busy. So um, picking up on that I, I know personally that you um, worked for the NHS for, for how long? I, well in total I started working in the NHS when I was 17 as a, an auxiliary so in total over, over 20 years because um, I only left a couple of years ago um wow. i won't tell you how old i am so, but, but yeah <laughs> so, uh, over over 20 years in total because yes say i wasn't qualified for the entire time that i worked for the nhs um but qualified as a registered children's nurse in 2001 and then a health visitor back in 2013 wow okay so why um why did you leave the NHS? Because I know NHS is go- goes going through a lot of. Ch- I mean, we're so lucky we have it, but it's going through a lot of changes, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. And as I say, I was um, a health visitor just before I left. Um, so a completely different role, actually, working out in the community um, in that kind of big role that really makes a difference, supporting um, brand new families with their um, brand new babies and all of those changes that happen to them. So it's an extremely privileged position to be in, and it's a very much needed role. Um, and I did love it. But when my children came along. Um, things just changed slightly my priorities changed a little yeah. bit um, the times that I needed to be at home changed a little bit my husband works away an awful lot I had extreme uh, postnatal anxiety and um, mental health problems after my second daughter was born um, so going back to work after her was was a big challenge um, wasn't yes. easy and because of the commitments that the service needed from me and how things were in my life at that point, it was just difficult. So um, I felt that I could still use my skills, use my knowledge, use all of that um, to put into the business and still support mums, families, babies with the work that I now do with Precious Moments and Pandas. Fantastic. Well, um, we're going to touch more about your own personal um I'll say triumphs after the birth of your child and like you say, um, your depression, postnatal um, problems and everything. But before we do that, we're going to have a little bit of music. So um, this is one of my choices, actually. I just fancied something chilled out this morning. I've had a busy... Well, every week's busy. Um, But I'm feeling a bit bit sleepy today, so I thought I'd go out with a a chilled one. Um, It's Chasing Cars um, by Snow Patrol, so um, please enjoy it.
beautiful song we had that playing at my wedding how lovely and yes i am still married to the same 
man, miracles do happen. So, you're listening to Sarah Hogan on The Movement Show. I'm speaking to the wonderful Liz Paul. So, just before we um, played that gorgeous song, Liz, you were, you touched on um, what happened after the birth of your second child. Would you like to um, let the listeners know in a little bit more detail what actually happened to you? Okay, yeah. So, um, well, first time round, I think there was maybe a lot of suppressed stuff from the first time, really. I had an emergency section first time round and then went back to work um, did a degree, did loads, so I had a lot of pressure on me um, during that point and then fell pregnant again and I think due to all the stuff that I'd probably hidden and suppressed um, it probably hit me m- more, um, mm. so the health anxiety kicked in while I was still pregnant um, I started to get some headaches um, I had to have an emergency MRI scan when I was very heavily pregnant and wow. I had to have a lumbar puncture um, to find out what was causing my tremors that I was getting the headaches I was getting um, so I was quite scared shall Very we say stressful time i had my first ever panic attack on the mri scanner having never had oh, one in my gosh. life didn't know what was going on really it must have been horrendous it was not nice and so i had the obviously the fear of my baby what was going on with yeah. with her didn't know she was a girl at the point but yeah fear of what was going to happen to my baby fear of what was going to happen to me and my toddler at home um so wow. yeah it was it was a very stressful scary time um i had quite a lot i had separation anxiety then from my toddler because i had to spend quite a lot of time in hospital um so then that carried on postnatally as well um what with um the pressures that came then with breastfeeding um which i loved which i enjoyed but it wasn't easy um and then of course um the health issues that I still had, I still had the headaches. I was recovering from a cesarean. Um, Isla, when she was delivered, wasn't breathing um, and needed resuscitating. So there was quite a lot of um, anxiety then left behind after she was delivered as well. So I spent a lot of my first few weeks crying. Um, yes. Couldn't control it really. Um, I just cried. Not, not all um, <laughs> fluffy toys and sadly, roses sadly, as it's made out um, to be. Sometimes. I, I mean, I had this beautiful baby, absolutely beautiful baby, and and she's now a, a thriving five-year-old. Um, so she was okay. As I say, she wasn't breathing. She went to special care. Um, we were separated, so it's you know straight away um, for the first forty hours. Um, and yeah, it. it it stuck with me really and then um, I went back to work um, after she was born obviously and I think I was still I think I was still recovering I don't think I was still fully recovered you're not giving yourself enough time because like you said you were from the medical profession yourself so obviously you were probably a little bit harder on yourself than most of I, us maybe I think would so be. and I think I was in that health visitor role so I had the added pressure where I'm the person who tells people how to do it if you like you know yeah. I don't like that phrase because there is no how to do it we all find our own way and as long as the baby is thriving and safe and the parents are happy then you know there is a, a lot of different ways that you can achieve that and so I believe that you know there is no textbook way of, of doing anything No, because as anything we're, we're all different but you you were advising people you were kind of you know um giving them the not like you say not set way but maybe if someone said how do i do it it's me that people came to yeah it's me that people came to for that support and that help so i think i had that extra pressure that well i need to know how to do this i should be able to do this um i shouldn't be having these problems i shouldn't Mm. be feeling this way i shouldn't you know breastfeeding should be easy um i should be able to recover from the anxiety and you know everything really i should 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 um and and if i couldn't then how could i then go back to that position um yeah. helping all of those people yeah um, but you did yes you I did. did yeah and hopefully i did help lots of people i'm and... sure you helped a lot of people <laughs> and i feel like i hopefully am now too so you, oh you definitely I think, are. Um, my experience has helped me i think become a different person i'm mm. definitely i'm a different version of me 
Nothing um, wrong with that. I think, I think through life we're going to have yeah, lots of different versions yes. of ourselves, aren't we? And I think my experience now helps me put an awful lot of empathy into my work. It helps me put an awful lot of actual understanding of, of what people go through and into that work. And um, hopefully I am now a really... Um, good person for people to come and talk to openly you know and again with the pandas group um i love helping with that and i think because um both myself and naomi who run that group have experienced it everyone that comes knows that it is a safe environment to talk and that we've experienced it too so there's no judgment whatsoever and we do know how it feels mm. um, so we were talking about like your health struggles you went back to the nhs and you weren't feeling you know, you were helping all these people, but inside you were thinking, I'm helping all these people. I can't, I'm not helping myself. Yeah, so probably. And I think, you know, the separation from the children, yeah. um, the added pressure when my husband was away to pick them up, get them where they needed to be, um, that pressure um, became stressful. And because I was still recovering, um, I think, you know, any extra pressure when you're struggling with anxiety or anything really doesn't help it. No, not um, at all. I think, you know, you, you need to be um, able to manage. And I think when you're feeling overwhelmed, which I think I probably felt when I went back I felt quite overwhelmed as any like um, mother who's just given birth will do anyway um, regardless of if we've got all the extra complications that you yourself had on top yeah so so yeah so it just led me I think to look for a new path yes brilliant yeah okay so we're going to go into some music now. We've got, I had to giggle when I saw this, we've got Thank You For The Music um, by ABBA. So, Liz, why this eclectic song? Oh, why have we got this one today? I know, it is very... Well, ABBA, I love ABBA. I think there's some fabulous ABBA songs out there. But I'm not, and one of my songs, daughters yeah. was actually born to ABBA. But um, we were in theatre. We were in theatre, yeah, the radio was on. And the midwife told my husband that he had one job, and that was to remember what the song was. And he didn't remember. Oh, but, <laughs> but he could remember it was ABBA. So, but I was in a band it was in a brass band um growing up and i loved my banding times and thank you for music was was quite a big one at, at that point and music of course makes all of us feel that little bit better we've all got memories attached to songs so i think yeah thanks thank you for the music okay let's play it <laughs> I'm nothing special, in fact, I'm a bit of a bore If I tell a joke, you've probably heard it before But I have a talent, a wonderful thing Cause everyone listens when I start to sing I'm so grateful and proud all I want is to sing it out loud
I definitely wouldn't have a job. <laughs> okay, so we're back chatting with the lovely Liz. Um, such an interesting um, lady I'm chatting to today. So Liz, we've we've spoken about um, from the medical profession, how you were um, working um, in the NHS, um, you've left the NHS, um, and a bit more to the present day today. I don't know how you do what you do because you're very busy and yeah. you give so much to everybody. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your recent, well, your diagnosis, what actual illnesses you do know. have yeah. now? Well, I've, um, I've had <laughs> well, Remember, it's a two-hour show. I know, yeah, okay. exactly. I know, yeah, I'm just real many stuff. No, it's not that. But no, I've had endometriosis for many years, so I was actually very fortunate to even have the girls in the first place. Yes. Um, I've had endometriosis, yeah, for, um, well probably more years than I realised because um, since my period started as a teenager they've been horrific but it wasn't diagnosed until I had a laparoscopy about 10 or so years ago um, so yes I was lucky to have the girls in the first place um, and then obviously alongside the health anxieties the um, pregnancy issues and the things that kind of came with Isla I was starting to get a lot of other symptoms um, I was starting to be very fatigued all the time I was getting a lot of pains um, a lot of headaches as I mentioned mm. um, so eventually that led to um, a diagnosis of fibromyalgia and then more recently I've had a, um, a diagnosis of adenomyosis which is apparently linked to my endometriosis um, okay so that was um, yes yeah, some heavy bleeding issues um, pains um, and again when you've got fibro and endometriosis anyway I think it gets hard to know what's abnormal because it is the normal. You live with it. Yeah, yeah, you live with the symptoms of fibro. You live with the symptoms of endometriosis. So until you really talk to somebody who doesn't have those illnesses, you don't really know what's not normal. So I guess I didn't really report a lot of the symptoms I was having until very late. Because you got used to dealing with them, I suppose. You got up in the morning, OK, I feel like this, this is happening. It's just another day yeah. in the life of Liz. Yeah. You know, this, is, this is what happens. Absolutely, yeah. And, and absolutely, yeah, I do. Um, so, yes, yeah, so some of that, some of those symptoms, when I then did go to the doctors, I did have quite a real fear, yeah, that it might be something quite serious, actually. And then, you, of course, you start reading about late presentations and, um, you know, how that can impact. And do you so, think from your own medical... being being in the medical profession, whether that kind of... Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much experience, too yeah. much knowledge. Yeah, yeah, it can be quite scary Not always a good thing. Yeah, no, it can be quite scary <laughs> at times. And you automatically think the worst-case scenario, I think, as well. Yes. Um, so so I, I did have that recently, yeah. So I'm having some different treatment at the moment um, to combat some of that. Um, so, again, 
not knowing now what's um, side effects from the treatment and what's down to the fibromyalgia and, and the endometriosis as well. So, but again, yeah, it's just, so some days are, are very challenging. Um, I do feel extremely exhausted at times um, and I do get a lot of pain. So again, you kind of think, well, how, how the heck do, yeah, am I doing what I'm doing? But to be honest, the movement, the classes, the physical activity, the things that I do, um, do actually help with with some of those symptoms as well. Um, sometimes I do overdo it. I'm not very good at pacing myself. Yeah. And with fibromyalgia, certainly pacing yourself um, is very much needed. And I think, yeah, there are times where I, I don't pace yes. myself. Yeah. Um, and then... I think I, most women can be, or men as well, can be quite guilty of that. It's all yeah. go, go, go. And before you go, 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 you've gone, gone, gone. And you're like, oh, my Completely. gosh, what's, what's wiped out. Yeah. And then I can't be a great mummy, of course, as well. And then, of course, when my husband's away... Um, I'm I'm both parents and yeah. of course that's the same for a lot of people out there all the time so hats off to them um, you know thankfully I do it sometimes not not constantly um, but um, but yes yeah, so then if I have not paced myself and, and overdone it slightly then the weekends um, are just me recovering really <laughs> so, so we spoke about that so say let's take a week where you've really gone crazy because I know work's really busy for you at the moment which is fantastic it's, I love it yeah which it's is fantastic, fantastic. It really is fantastic yeah. so um what would happen like if say you come to the weekend and you've you've overdone it all through the week how how do you how would you recover what would be your recovery period what sort of things can, would you do yeah. mentally maybe to help yourself I do a lot of um relaxation techniques um so things that I do in the classes as well really I do a lot of um meditations a lot of yoga um for myself um a lot of relaxation type exercises a lot of mindfulness um I, and again trying to use um positive uh, positive mindset all yeah. the time um and you know when i am feeling like i can't do it i i have to use those that you know those affirmations as those... i was speaking to barbara last week whose whose story as we were just talking earlier she's a fibromyalgia sufferer and she was 15 years before she got diagnosed and she was saying how positive affirmations have really helped her yeah. in her re re recovery yeah and and affirmations are really powerful they are hmm. definitely so um and again for, for the mindset so when you're feeling that way it's 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 that mind you're having to control that mind and stop it tricking you as well sometimes um and i think you know once you tell it yes yeah. <laughs> the more positive things sometimes it can help it's not and obviously that is not the case for everybody but it certainly does help me um and hope yeah like say barbara last week so so yeah so i do have to have a lot of rest um so thankfully if my husband's here he can um do some things with the girls because again i i often don't then have the energy to take them to the park yeah um sadly and then do the things that they want to do so sometimes you know they may have to play in the garden or, or do something um on their own or you know we have to sit and read or we have to sit and do something like that some of their maths homework or something um where I'm, I'm not having to be so physically active with them um but still spend some time with them and feel like i'm being a quality mummy um, you are you're a wonderful mummy but like you say it does affect it does affect the fa the family life doesn't it as yeah, well it does yeah. yeah it does and um i'm trying to get the girls to understand it as well so that when i am exhausted and when i am tired and drained um you know they they understand hopefully um so that we, as i say we can still have those quality times together and i can still feel like i'm yeah. being a, a mummy and being a present mummy 
yes. um, but in a different in a different way sometimes. And like you say, I mean, all mums, all, all people, all busy people get tired, but it's a different type of tiredness, isn't it? It's just yeah, not like, it is. oh, I'm tired. It is it, like yeah. a whole takeover it of is. your body, your mind and everything. It is, and, mm. it's, and then you just feel... Um, you know the brain fog and stuff as well so it's it's yeah it's hard to explain really to people that don't understand it and don't feel it as well so and we all experience it differently yeah, yeah. um so even those levels you know from one fibro suffer to another can can vary um and again when, when we talk about pacing what one sufferer needs to do and another one can can vary hugely um so again it you know it can and with the amount that i am doing there probably are some sufferers that that couldn't do it but yes. um and would need to do a lot less and pace themselves and i think sometimes i am um i do overdo it <laughs> yeah. oh don't we all don't we um, all? i think yeah i very much um yeah very much do overdo it but it's because i love what i do so much that there's nothing that i don't want to do you have got a real passion for yeah, it yeah so there's nothing wonderful. in my week that i think i want to cut out because i want to do it all oh well, <laughs> well do you know what you've got to think how lucky you are then from going to what would be maybe a stressful job that sometimes you maybe weren't wanting to do particular things to now you've got control you've got power over your job and every day you wake up and you're looking forward yeah to and it. that helps yeah it, that drive and, and passion yeah it does it's it's not like it, you know when people say if when you find something that you're so passionate about you don't feel like you're working yes and and yeah what I do all the time and every day very much feels like feels like that so although for the difference that I'm hopefully giving the benefits that I'm giving with the classes with the work with the pandas with everything that I'm doing hope they I also get a lot from that too so it's it's a two-way thing yes definitely you know I'm I'm giving something to all of those people that come um and hopefully people are benefiting but I they're they're doing a lot for me too so everyone that comes to my classes are actually you're keeping me well um, and keeping <laughs> me going because without it you know I, I could be very different I think yeah well I think it sounds absolutely brilliant what you're doing but I think it's time for some music and um I mean, Robbie, Robbie Williams, I'm sure you, you quite like Robbie Williams. I love Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on our TV every week now in The X Factor. Yes. Uh, um, how, how are you finding him on The X Factor? Have you seen any of it? I've not seen loads of it. Surprisingly, I don't get a lot of time for TV. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, I'm but yeah, no, I have seen. I actually quite like him. I think he's quite yeah, good. I think he's quite refreshing. It's a topic. It's quite funny because you know, it's the, my husband's like, oh my goodness, Robbie Williams can't bear him, can't bear him. I'm like that. Oh well, I love him, and uh, I'm quite liking the yeah, dynamics of him and his wife on there. It's, yeah. it's just different. I it's, think he's changed a bit as well as he's got older and like since oh, he's become yes. a dad and everything else. And you can see some of that coming through yes. with his comments and how he is yeah. with people and yes he's very warm I think so so, yeah. so i thought um we'd um, play play a nice little song it's a robbie williams song it's actually she's the one um oh you're gonna cry Liz. Love she loves that one. Oh, good <laughs> we aim to please so for all of you out there who are robbie fans or all of you out there who aren't robbie fans i hope you enjoy this song sing along have a little sway in your kitchen with your cup of tea or whatever you're doing at the moment and we'll catch you after the song. Somebody 
Lovely, lovely. Oh, I love that. I drifted off a little bit. Anyway, let's wake up. <laughs> so, Liz, lovely, lovely, lovely Liz. We were having such a great chat this morning, as always, on our Motivational Mondays. You've told us about um, your own health, your past jobs, 
kind of what you're doing now, but we've not really spoken. We know you're doing some sort of classes to help people. So can you tell us what your classes are all about, please? Yes, so I work, um, well, I work with babies from birth all the oh. way up to <laughs> children who are 12. Um, the yeah, the, the um, course that I do for the babies from birth is accredited by the Royal College, College of Midwives, um, and that's my baby massage class. Oh, how lovely. So beautiful. Um, and it's such a lovely thing to do together, and it helped me lots when, when the girls were Real born. bonding experience. Uh, extremely good for bonding, yeah. So again, if people are having any um, mental health issues yeah. and or worries or you know that kind of um struggle with attachment or that worry that they're not attaching and bonding with their baby then yeah baby massage and and the yoga they are such a nice thing to do together oh, and can really help you to um develop that mm. massively um but also comes with benefits to the baby for their immune systems um if they if you are unfortunate enough to have a baby that struggles with colic or constipation or any or difficulty sleeping again sometimes the baby massage um can help with those things as well how um, does that out of interest i'm so nosy no, no. How, how does that work how, for how does... colic for yeah. the colic well because yeah. we are um stimulating that gut stimulating yeah. that bowel um again if there's trap wind or um yeah the constipated or the colic because we're stimulating and getting it going and we do like our lovely big clockwise massages on their bellies to help relieve oh, yeah. so it can just help to relieve the symptoms it can help them to pass quite a lot of wind which we have in the session but it can also just help that gut to get functioning that little Fantastic. bit more effectively and efficiently so then often those symptoms can start to reduce um, and sometimes then you don't see them at all and that's something that obviously parents can then take home with absolutely them. and that's so powerful again to empower a mummy to be able to relieve discomfort in her baby is such a lovely thing yes, and um, and when it works the messages that I get just you know I really do happy dances every time and some of the pictures <laughs> that I get some you know I've never been so happy when I hear about a baby doing a poo. <laughs> but for some babies, you know, that's a massive thing. So yeah, yeah I do get super excited when I hear that it's helped. And, that, and and then I do say to that mummy, how amazing do you feel now you've done that, you know, that you've helped, you know, their baby was in pain, they were crying, they were red faced, they were, you know, in clear discomfort, and then they've done something to relieve that. So as a mummy, you know, you always want to make your baby better, you always want yes. to do something. So, yeah. so when you manage to have a little trick up your sleeve, like massage, um, that you can help relieve some of that, it's just wonderful um and then if the oxytocin and serotonin then helps them sleep um which it can sometimes do i mean obviously you know babies are going to wake up there's there's no magic ones sadly uh you know i always say that to um the ladies that come unfortunately you know there is no there's no i'm not that magic but (laughs) (laughs) sadly babies do wake up and they're supposed to they are supposed to um for their feeds and and um obviously to let you know that's how they communicate at the end of the day they're going to cry um and you don't want to stop that you want your baby to communicate but again you learn a lot about what your baby is telling you through doing baby massage um so it can help you become a much more confident parent sometimes too Um, because you can read those signs you can read those cues and we talk a lot about baby cues um within the sessions as well um, so we teach parents a lot of understanding about about what the baby's telling them and what's going on. Um, so we learn, again, yeah, how to just become that little bit more confident sometimes um, reading those cues. And as I say, sometimes producing those um, hormones that they produce during massage can sometimes help them just to be that little bit more um, content and settled. And, and oh, so and I think, you know, happy mummy, happy baby, that kind of thing. I always say... It sounds absolutely wonderful. And what's a lovely, like you say, you can see where you've, how you've got such passion for what you teach because it must be so lovely to maybe see a parent that's um, feeling a little bit unconfident, nervous, 
has no, thinks that they have no idea what they're doing. You know, it's yeah, not always all natural. Feel. It's yeah. not always natural. And um, to go to you to learn things in your lovely class and then to be able to take them home and it's going to give them that confidence. And like you say, also help with the mental health, maybe take some of the anxiety yeah. away Hopefully. that they may be feeling. Hopefully so, yeah. And um, it is just such a powerful thing when you do. And, you know, and, um, and then with the... And at both the yoga and the massage, um, we do separate, separate classes. It's not like a mixed class. Um, it's one course of massage, then a course of yoga should you want to. Um, but I'm yeah. intrigued to see like baby yoga. I love it. And it is baby yoga. It's not the mummies doing it. So you don't kind of oh. you don't have to get in a weird and wonderful position with your with your baby. <laughs> there are some um, there are some incredible benefits to parents during this session. Um, you know, it, it, we do get mums moving, we do get mums stretching, we do get them doing some stuff. So it is beneficial to them too. But it is predominantly baby baby yoga. So to help with their development. And again, from my background as a children's nurse and yeah. a health visitor, um, child development and improving outcomes for babies and children is is you know a priority for me um so to help them with their development physically and emotionally um is a really big thing for me so yeah helping them achieve those milestones um and of course you know again mums always want to be able to help their baby develop yes, and help their baby with, with everything so helping them to sit helping them to crawl helping them to stand helping them to build those muscles build that core um and then of course as i work with my older children again you know when they've got a nice good strong core um i know that um a lot of the things that i then do with the older children are going to be yes, different yes. um and then the relaxation that we do we do lots of relaxation in the classes so with with the older children of course i get them laying down and doing it for themselves and we do mindfulness we do relaxation um and we do some meditations very simple ones of course we talk about breathing um but again i do bring um elements of that into my baby massage baby yoga classes as well so that again we're hopefully relieving some of that stress and anxiety of, of parenting that sometimes yeah. comes um each each phase brings its own um, challenges and there's lots of phases that they all go through um, and each one comes with new new challenges um, so again giving mums um, strategies and um, things that they can use to help them relax um, you know so that again their, their short periods of sleep hopefully become a bit more effective <laughs> oh, well it all sounds absolutely fantastic I've just got this such a lovely image in my head of all these little babies and mums or dads you we know so they're helping them so um, we're going to come on to um, our next track which is I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor it seems to be a popular one this um this one can you let us i think it is for like women doing (laughs) stuff like this isn't it you know like women when they're yeah running a small business or making a change um and i think you know again for me um well it was there's a lot of memories of yelling it at the top of my voice with my friends when i was younger but (laughs) but i just think you know now all the things that i all the challenges that i've faced all the adversities that i've kind of got through um and um everything that's going on and and i am i'm surviving and i'm and i'm carrying on so (laughs) We will survive, we will survive, okay. Here we go, Gloria Gaynor, sing along, have a dance.
I will survive. We will survive. Yes, <laughs> okay. we are. Yes, and we are. <laughs> Back here on The Movement Show with myself, Sarah Hogan, and the wonderful Liz Paul. So, Liz, you've just been telling um, me about your lovely classes. I've got all these lovely images of these tiny little babies mm. being massaged and doing yoga. It just sounds... I know it's more than cute, but the, the, the it image is, though, it's the nice. image is And then cute. seeing the mummies and the babies laying down together cuddling, it's just it's lovely. <laughs> but we, you don't... You, your classes, I mean, as we said, they go on to older children, but you actually take your classes into schools to help pe- um, children whilst they're at school. I do, yeah. yeah. And again, from my experience, you know, in my past life as a children's nurse and a health visitor, um, you know, I have obviously seen an increase in um, mental health problems in children, yes. um, but also physical um, changes in, in the way children are developing at the moment. Because again, you know, the world has changed. I think the activities that they're doing have changed. So so the physical aspects of, of child development are changing as well Very as the mental so. ones. Um, so yes, yeah, so I do take yoga into schools to try and address some of that. Um, and the, the results that we've been seeing have just been absolutely incredible. Because um, I think, you know, yoga builds their strength, it increases their flexibility. Um, it enhances their balance and their focus and again when they're quite distracted when they're overstimulated being focused um, mm. can be a challenge and again you know just sitting for the lengths of time that they need to sit in school can sometimes be a challenge it's a long day isn't it just kind of sat around yeah, yeah. I mean, we know now that sitting for long periods of time isn't good for us you know, you have yeah. to get up, you have to move. It's it's not good for your body. So what you're doing sounds really interesting. Yeah, and I think, so... you, know, the, the, you know, like you say, sitting, it, it changes how you're developing as well. And, you know, when you're thinking about flexibility, um, if you're not moving, and, you know, with my own with my own health yeah. I know that when I'm not moving um my issues can be worse so the yoga helps me hugely as well um so and then of course the breathing exercises that we do um the calming relaxation time that, that we have so it can help them to just um reduce their stress alleviate that anxiety and help them to develop resilience and again um the world is changing the you know how the world that these guys are, are, are being children in is very different to the world we were children very, in. Very, very different. Um, have you had any feedback from any of the teachers to see how it's um, affected yes. their... Um the, the children in their yes, classes definitely and uh, you know those things that i've been saying they've certainly been noticing um again i usually help the teachers how to introduce yoga breaks if needed into their sessions um so again you can incorporate those easily into a classroom um, a few minutes of breathing exercise a couple of simple poses while they're sitting at their desks um can just help bring them back after lunch help them get started in the morning um and even though obviously the classrooms are very busy places these days, they've got a lot to cram into their sessions. Just taking that couple of minutes can just make the production that they get from the kids way, way, way better. Um, and I've had a lot of um, children and teachers and parents come to me to tell me what they're using at home when they then go home. Again, taking it home, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So we're going to go into another song now. We've got Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, which we just popped in today because... We all like it, and we just thought it would be fun. So let's go straight into our next song, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. The club isn't the best place to find the lover, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends sat at the table doing shots, tripping fast, and then we talk slow. Come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance Now take my hand, stop it, and the man on the jukebox And then we start to dance And now I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love Your love 
love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me Come on now, follow my lead Come, come on now, follow my lead mm -hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like a magnet do Although my heart is falling too I'm in love with your body you were in my room and now my bed sheets smell like you every day discovering something brand new well, i'm in love with your body the shape of ourselves and very positive okay we're coming to the end um of the first half of our fantastic show um today so liz i'm gonna um ask um our listeners if they want to um not phone in today what am i talking about you're not going to phone in people if they'd like to tweet in any questions to you i'm sure you wouldn't mind absolutely answering. no if people have got questions about massage about yoga about um yeah anything that they want tips or help on absolutely not a problem at all 
Beautiful. So you can tweet in at Siren FM. Um, you can text on 07797800716. Or if you know me and Liz personally, we have pop posts up on Facebook. So please, um, you can message us on Facebook or put something on the post because we really would like to, um, you know, get your questions and, and, and help to answer them because Liz is such an experienced person. So we're going to go into a beautiful song to sign out. You're beautiful. My life is brilliant My life is brilliant My love is pure I saw an angel Of that I'm sure She smiled at me on the subway She was with another man But I won't lose no sleep on that Cause I've got a plan You're beautiful You're beautiful 